Here is the closing Schwab market update as of 4.15 p.m. Eastern Time, 15 minutes after market close for Tuesday, August 30th. U.S. equities added to a recent downdraft that has ensued following last week's hawkish commentary from Fed Chairman Jerome Powell. The moves came despite August consumer confidence rebounding off an 18-month low as a higher-than-expected read in the Job Openings and Labor Turnover Survey, or JOLTS, indicated that the labor market remains tight, which exacerbated inflationary concerns. In other economic news, home prices rose less than forecasted. On the equity front, shares of Best Buy gained ground after the company beat earnings estimates and reaffirmed guidance, while Big Lots rallied after it reported a lower-than-expected loss and despite offering little in the way of guidance. Treasury yields were mixed and the U.S. dollar was flat in choppy trading, while crude oil prices tumbled and gold lost ground. Europe finished mostly lower as the energy crisis in the region heightened inflationary concerns, while Asia ended the day mixed with China seeing pressure amid trouble in its housing market. The global markets also appeared to continue to grapple with Friday's hawkish commentary by Chairman Powell. The Dow Jones Industrial Average was down 308 points, or 1%, to 31,791. The S&P 500 Index declined 44 points, or 1.1%, to 3,986. And the Nasdaq Composite lost 135 points, or 1.1%, to 11,883. In moderate volume, 3.8 billion shares of NYSE-listed stocks were traded, and 4.5 billion shares changed hands on the Nasdaq. WTI crude oil fell $5.37 to $91.64 per barrel. Elsewhere, the gold spot price decreased $13.80 to $1,735.90 per ounce, and the dollar index was nearly unchanged at 108.82. In equity news on Tuesday, Best Buy Company, ticker symbol BBY, reported adjusted second quarter earnings per share of $1.54, beating FactSet's $1.27 estimate, as revenues fell 13% year-over-year to $10.3 billion, roughly in line with forecasts. Best Buy Chief Executive Officer Corey Berry stated, quote, We are focused on balancing our near-term response to difficult conditions and managing well what is in our control while also delivering on our strategic initiatives and what will be important for our long-term growth, end quote. The consumer electronics retailer reaffirmed its full-year guidance. Shares traded higher. Big Lots, ticker symbol BIG, announced an adjusted second quarter loss of $2.28 per share versus the estimated shortfall of $2.98 per share, as net sales declined 7.5% year-over-year to $1.35 billion, roughly in line with forecasts. The discount retailer mentioned how it brought inventories down materially versus the first quarter and as such, quote, better positions us to bring even more deals to our customers, end quote. Going on to say, quote, consumers are stretched by inflation and starting to trade down more, end quote. Big Lots is not providing earnings per share guidance at this time, but expects one-year comparable sales to be down in the low double-digit range. Shares of Big Lots rallied over 10%.
Second quarter earnings season is mostly in the books, and of the 487 S&P 500 companies that have reported thus far, roughly 63% have topped revenue forecasts, and approximately 76% have bested profit projections per data compiled by Bloomberg. Compared to last year, revenue growth is tracking to be up 13.9%, and earnings are 7.2% higher. Schwab's chief investment strategist, Liz Ann Saunders, points out in her latest article titled Fade, Market Hits Resistance as Breath Waned, how the stock rally since mid-June that has faded the last two weeks looked healthier from a breadth perspective, but low-quality leadership and deteriorating economic data have kept downside risks elevated. You can follow Liz Ann on Twitter, at Liz Ann Saunders. The recent pullback in the markets has come as the markets anticipate continued aggressive monetary policy tightening. As we discuss in the Schwab Center for Financial Research's article titled, Fed Policy Talk Rattles Market. Stocks dropped after Federal Reserve Chair Jerome Powell vowed to bring inflation down despite potential pain to households and businesses. You can read all of our market commentary on our Insights and Education page, and you can follow us on Twitter, at Schwab Research. In economic news on Tuesday, the 20-city composite S&P CoreLogic Case-Shiller Home Price Index showed an 18.65% year-over-year gain in home prices in June, below the Bloomberg consensus estimate of a 19.2% rise. Home prices were up 0.44% month-over-month on a seasonally adjusted basis, compared to forecasts of a 0.9% gain. The Labor Department's Job Openings and Labor Turnover Survey, or JOLTS, a measure of unmet demand for labor, showed a noticeable increase to 11.2 million jobs available to be filled in July, besting estimates of 10.4 million and above June's upwardly revised level of 11 million. The report showed the hiring rate was unchanged from June's 4.2% level and separations ticked slightly lower to 3.9% from June's 4% rate. The quit rate for July was 2.7%, slightly below the prior month's 2.8% pace. The conference board's consumer confidence increased to 103.2 in August from July's downwardly revised 95.3 level and versus the Bloomberg estimate calling for a reading of 98.0. The index movement was elevated by the expectations index of business conditions for the next six months portion of the index, which increased to 75.1 from July's upwardly revised 65.6 level while the present situation index portion of the survey also moved upwards to 145.4 from the previous month's downwardly revised 139.7 level, marking the first gain since March. Lynn Franco, Senior Director of Economic Indicators at the Conference Board, stated, quote, The expectations index likewise improved from July's nine-year low, but remains below a reading of 80, suggesting recession risks continue, end quote. On employment, the labor differential, or consumer's appraisal of jobs being plentiful minus being hard to get, decreased to 36.6 from the 36.8 level posted in July. 
Treasury yields were mixed with the yield on the two-year note up two basis points to 3.45%, the yield on the 10-year note unchanged at 3.11%, and the 30-year bond rate three basis points lower at 3.22%. Bond yields have continued to move higher, especially on the short end of the curve, as the markets anticipate further aggressive monetary policy tightening from the Fed, of which Chairman Jerome Powell solidified last week in Jackson Hole, Wyoming. Also, the U.S. dollar, although cooling off late last week, touched a fresh multi-decade high on August 22nd. Schwab's chief fixed-income strategist, Kathy Jones, discusses in our Schwab Market Perspective titled Mixed Signals, Now, the Fed has embarked on one of the most rapid tightening cycles in over 40 years, and with inflation continuing to outpace wage growth, more rate hikes are likely on the horizon. Kathy also offers analysis of the greenback in her commentary titled, The Strong Dollar, Can It Continue? You can follow Kathy on Twitter, at Kathy Jones, and be sure to check out our Financial Decoder podcast titled, When Interest Rates Rise, What Should You Do With Bonds? featuring Kathy. The economic calendar for tomorrow will hold the ADP Employment Change Report, forecasted to show an addition of 300,000 private sector jobs during August, as well as the August Chicago PMI, estimated to remain at July's level of 52.1. Rounding out the docket is the MBA Mortgage Applications Index for the week ended August 26th. In international news on Tuesday, stocks in Europe finished mostly lower as the global markets continued to grapple with Friday's Fed commentary from Chairman Jerome Powell at the Central Bank's annual symposium in Jackson Hole, Wyoming. Powell suggested that the U.S. Central Bank will continue to be aggressive with its monetary policy tightening as it remains hyper-focused on bringing down inflation and restoring price stability, even if that means pain for businesses and households. Markets in Europe also remain skittish as Russia has continued to announce restrictions in gas flows from its Nord Stream pipeline, tightening gas supply in the region and leading to a surge in energy costs. Europe is facing a further squeeze on Russian energy supply as Gazprom, the country's state-owned energy corporation, told French utility company NGSA, ticker symbol ENGIY, that it will start to reduce gas deliveries over contract disagreements. These continued cutbacks have plunged the continent into its worst energy crisis in over 50 years, and the EU is taking measures to increase its gas storage as the bloc prepares for a tough winter amid potential cutbacks in energy usage. The surging energy costs has exacerbated inflation concerns that has forced the Bank of England and European Central Bank to join the Fed and move down the monetary tightening path. With inflation pressures driving tighter monetary policies, Schwab's chief global investment strategist Jeffrey Kleintop notes in his article titled Shortages Have Led to Gluts, how inventory gluts have been bad news for the stocks of companies experiencing them, but could also be indicating an inflation peak, which tends to be an ingredient for market bottoms. Also, Jeff discusses in his article titled The End of Rate Hikes how the signals from central banks that rate hikes, which began last year, may be coming to an end, 
could be welcome news for investors looking ahead to the next 12 months. You can follow Jeff on Twitter at Jeffrey Kleintop. In economic news in the region, Germany released its August preliminary CPI data with readings of a 0.3% month-over-month growth rate and a 7.9% year-over-year rise versus the Bloomberg estimate of 0.4% and 7.8% gains, respectively. Additionally, the Eurozone provided data on consumer and economic confidence. The region's economic confidence for August declined more than expected to a level of 97.6, lower than the prior month's revised 98.9 reading. The final release on consumer confidence for August showed that it remained at the previous report's negative 24.9 level. The euro traded higher versus the U.S. dollar after dropping below parity with the greenback last week and the British pound lost ground. Bond yields in the eurozone were mixed while rates in the U.K. moved to the upside. The U.K. FTSE 100 index fell 0.9%. France's CAC 40 index lost 0.2%. Spain's IBEX 35 index, Italy's FTSE MIB index, and Switzerland's Swiss market index all ticked 0.1% lower while Germany's DAX index was up 0.5%. Stocks in Asia finished the day mixed as markets in the region continued to digest the implications from Fed Chair Powell's hawkish speech on Friday, where he emphasized the need for further rate hikes to restore price stability and bring inflation to heel. Chinese and Hong Kong markets closed lower amid the country's property crisis as Country Garden Holdings Company, ticker symbol CTRYY, China's biggest property developer by sales, recognized a 96% drop in net profits for the six months ended in June. China's developers have grappled with a year-long sales slump as confidence in the housing market has evaporated due to a liquidity crunch that caused a stall in projects and triggered a wave of debt defaults, according to Bloomberg. In equity news, China's Pinduoduo, ticker symbol PDD, rallied over 20% after the e-commerce behemoth reported revenues and earnings that came in stronger than expected for the second quarter after seeing a recovery in consumer sentiment. On the economic front, July building approvals for Australia plummeted 17.2% month-over-month, a much larger decline compared to the expected 3% slowdown and versus the prior month's revised 0.6% decrease. Schwab's Jeffrey Kleintop provides commentary on the world's second-largest economy in his latest article, China Q&A, Top 5 Questions, by discussing various topics including inflationary concerns, currency movements, government policies, and more. Meanwhile, geopolitical tensions between the U.S. and China remained elevated, mostly due to the evolving situation in Taiwan, with the U.S. set to begin trade negotiations in September, of which China has expressed opposition. Japan's Nikkei 225 index increased 1.1%, with the yen rising versus the U.S. dollar. The yen remains near multi-decade lows versus the greenback, following a sharp drop that began in March as the Bank of Japan lags other key global central banks in monetary policy. 
The Hong Kong Hang Seng Index and China's Shanghai Composite Index declined 0.4%, while Australia's S&P ASX 200 Index gained 0.5%. India's S&P BSE Sensex 30 Index increased 2.7%, and South Korea's Kospi Index traded 1% higher. Tomorrow's international economic calendar will be robust, with reports slated for release to include industrial production, retail sales, housing starts, and consumer confidence from Japan, industrial production from South Korea, manufacturing and services PMIs from China, the unemployment rate from Germany, CPI, PPI, and second quarter GDP from France, as well as CPI and PPI from Italy.